Well, good morning. This is uh, Pastor Darrell Tate from Highland Park Baptist Church. What a great joy it is to be able to come to you today through morning devotions. I am so delighted that you have chosen to tune in this morning, and I pray that God would just speak to you in just such a powerful way today as we share His Word. Um, you know, um, the Bible teaches us that He has the very hair of our head numbered. Um, that means that God cares for you, that God is interested in you, and that He loves you. Uh, that he has your name written on the palm of his hand. So um, he, uh, he is uh, infinitely interested in who you are and what you are, and he desires to walk with you through life, and he do does not want to be a stranger to you. But he says in um, the Gospel of John, he said, um, if you do what I have commanded you to do, he said, you are my friend. And uh, I just love that passage that he, is, he calls us his friend. Well, he is our friend as well. The hymn writer says, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sin and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. God loves you today with an eternal, everlasting love. Uh, I have uh, talked to you the last couple of days from Matthew chapter 14 about the apostle Peter when he steps out of the boat on the Sea of Galilee during an angry storm and he invites the Lord Jesus to uh, or he asked the Lord Jesus to, to allow him to come to him. And Jesus is walking on the water. He's coming to the boat. And Simon Peter says, Lord, if that's really you, then let me come to you. And of course, we all are somewhat familiar with this scene, I would think, where Simon Peter steps out of the boat, and as long as he's keeping his eyes on the Lord, everything is going fine. But now listen, let me just read you um, a little bit from Matthew 14. I won't read the entirety of it since I did that on Monday, but listen carefully as the storm is angry and Jesus uh, sees the disciples in the boat in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, verse 27 of Matthew 14 says, but straightway Jesus spake to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, let me come to you on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. I said yesterday, I think had, had that been me there in the boat, I would have said, Lord, if it is really you, then you come over here closer where I can get a good look at you. Or Lord, if it's really you, then you come over here and get in this boat where I'll know for sure that it is you. But Peter doesn't do that. He says, Lord, if it is really you, then let me come out of this boat and let me walk on the water and go to you. And that is exactly what happens. Simon Peter climbs out of that boat with the storm just whirling all around him. And the Bible says he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Well, as you recall, over the last couple of days, we've been talking about what to do, to do when you feel like you are drowning and uh, when you feel like you are sinking, when Simon Peter gets out of this boat, listen carefully to verse 30. When he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, Lord, save me. Have you ever felt like you are sinking in the troubles of life? Financial hardships, relational difficulties, uh, health situations, just worries about, about life. Every day we see the news footage of what's happening between Russia and Ukraine. And my, what a tragedy there and the suffering among those people there in Ukraine. Both sides really, uh, even though it was precipitated by, by, uh, by Russia, still both sides are experiencing incredible loss of life. 
And then, of course, this past week to see the, the, uh, excuse me, the, the earthquake in Turkey and in Syria, tens of thousands of people have lost their lives. I saw in the news just yesterday uh, a gentleman who was rescued from the midst of the rubble had been under the rubble for some 200 hours and miraculously was able to survive. Praise God for that and for those rescuers who are putting themselves in harm's way to try to rescue others. But sometimes just the troubles of life, when we hear those kind of reports of the tragic loss of life in war or in natural disasters, it makes us feel, get filled with anxiety and, and worry and maybe even feel like you're drowning. So I want to tell you or, or give you a couple of uh, comments this morning that would help you if you feel like you are sinking. And whatever life throws at you when you feel like you're in that quicksand or you're in that mire or that you're going down and the water's about to overtake you. First of all, we have to do what the Apostle Peter did. Now, he got out of the boat. He said, Lord, if it's you, let me come to you. And he was trying to come to the Lord. And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was okay. But the text says when he saw the wind was boisterous. That is, he saw the storm around him. He saw the, the waves crashing, the rain coming down. He could hear the howling of the wind. And in the, in the darkness of, of that fourth watch of the night, the Bible says he was afraid. And he, like us, began to sink. Do what Simon Peter did when you feel like that. Speak up and ask the Lord for help. Let me say that again. When you feel like the pressures of life have just pushed you your head below water, speak up, ask the Lord for help. Listen to what he says. Beginning to sink, he cried, Lord, save me. Do not be afraid to ask God to help you. Listen, I want to encourage you, ask God for a miracle in your life because he is a miracle-working God who says, you have not because you ask not. Listen, you may have a situation boiling in your family right now that's outside your control. Ask God to work a miracle in that situation. You may be experiencing something where you're a prayer warrior for somebody else who has confided in you and, and you have, you're carrying their burdens. Ask God for a miracle in that person's life or a miracle in your own life. Reach out to him. Speak up. Ask the Lord for help. That's what Simon Peter did here. Beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Listen, reach out to God in prayer. Now, all through the scriptures, there's all different kinds of prayer. This is what we call a desperate prayer, right? I mean, Simon Peter didn't have time to get a lot of language together. He didn't have time to check his vocabulary and make sure he was saying the exact words the exact right way. No, in just the desperation of the sense of going down, he said, Lord, save me. And he just calls out to God in prayer. And this is a desperate prayer in a heart of desperation. God, I don't know what else to do. I don't know where else to turn. I can't fix this, nor do I know anybody who can fix it. But God, I'm going to ask you to save me, to help me. That's a desperate prayer. You see, the wind is always blowing. The chaos of the moment, the wind whipping, the water pelt in his face, lightning perhaps flashing across the sky, and Simon Peter begins to sink, and in a moment of desperation, prays one of the shortest prayers in the Bible, Lord, save me. Because when you're sinking, you don't have time to pray a long prayer. 
If you aren't quick, you'll drown before you get it out. But in desperation, he calls out, Lord, save me. You know, I've often thought, I wonder how many steps he took when he got out of the boat. How far did he walk across the water? I, I don't know. The scripture doesn't tell us. I don't know how many steps he took before sinking. All I know is the scene is painted with absolute chaos. And as he began to sink, he didn't have time to think about what was happening. All he could do in a moment of desperation is call out, Lord, save me. That's a desperate prayer. Jesus not only saved Simon Peter's soul from hell, but on this day he saved his life from drowning. The psalmist said, the Lord is a present help in the time of trouble. Listen, I want you to know that the Lord is not just there for Simon Peter. He was not just there for the disciples, but he's there for you as well. I read for you earlier in the week Psalm 61, but let me read for you what the scripture has to say in Psalm 69. Listen to, listen to what uh, David writes in Psalm 69. Save me, O God, for the waters are come into my soul. I sink deep in mire where there is no standing. I am come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dry. My eyes fail while I wait on my God. Have you ever felt like that? That you are sinking, that you are going down, that the waters have come into your soul. You're sinking in the mire where there's no standing. That's what David said. That's what the apostle Peter was experiencing, and in a moment of desperation, he calls out just what we should do today. Speak up and ask the Lord for help. Ask God to help you. In a desperate heart, call out to God. You remember Jonah? As Jonah was in the belly of the great fish and he was fighting for his life, he prayed with great desperation, and God heard his prayer. Speak up and ask the Lord for help. I want to encourage you today, listen, pray every day. Don't just pray every day. Pray multiple times every day. I have a, I have a photograph of my family um, that is on the, the, the counter uh, in, my, in my bathroom where I shave every morning. And every morning as I'm shaving, I'm praying for my boys <clears throat> and for their family. And I pray that God would would bless them. I pray that God would show favor in their lives. I pray that God would keep them close to Him. And I pray that God would help them to be the spiritual leaders in their families and that God would help them to make good godly decisions that would bless their families and that would bless others. So I want to encourage you and challenge you to do the same. You might want to hang those pictures of your kids, your grandkids, your family, just all around. Uh, in your house. And every time you walk down the hall, you're reminded to pray for this one or for that one. Just pray, speak up, ask the Lord for help on behalf of your family. Ask the Lord for help for you when you feel like you're drowning. So you have to speak up and ask for God to help you. But the second thing that we need to do is to reach up and to take the Lord's hand. Listen to what happened. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried. He spoke up and he said, Lord, save me. Well, we also have to reach up and take the Lord's hand. Listen to verse 31. Immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand, caught him. Isn't that a great picture? As we reach up, the Lord reaches down. 
God extends his hand. We reach up and we put our hand in his hand. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? When Jesus reached down to Peter, Peter was reaching up to him. I want you to know today, God loves you with an everlasting love. And right now, in the middle of your trouble, in the middle of your trials, in the middle of your hardships, in the middle of your calamity, I want you to look up and see that there is the hand of God that is reaching down to you. And he is saying to you, if you will just take my hand. You see, what I mean by that is while you are praying, as you are praying, take steps that move you closer to God. An instinctive, listen, an instinctive drowning response is for the arms to extend upward. Did you know that? That's just, that's just an instinct. If you're going down, your arms fly upward. When Simon Peter went down, his arms went up. When Peter began to sink, his arms reached up to the Lord, who in turn, listen, reached down to him. It is so easy to get distracted, especially when the storms of life rage around us. But not only does Jesus send the storm, not only does he control the storm, but he also reveals himself right in the middle of the storm. You see, I have discovered that most often our most vivid vision of Christ comes when the storms of life threaten to capsize our tiny boat of faith. I have discovered that I see Jesus more clearly perhaps when my world is in a storm. Perhaps it's because I'm looking for him more there than at any other time. Or perhaps I'm less distracted because I need his help uh, more in those times. Whatever it is. But the purest vision of Christ oftentimes comes when the storms of life threaten to capsize us. So I would encourage you to speak up and ask the Lord for help. Reach up. Take the Lord by the hand. And as you reach up, instinctively, those arms fly up. Listen, the Lord is reaching down. And he wants to take you by the hand. And he's not going to let you drown. If you'll just speak up, ask him for help, reach up and take him by the hand. He says to Simon Peter as he takes him by the hand, he said, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Don't doubt. Don't let the distractions of life blow you off course. Don't let your life be drained from joy that Jesus offers you by the struggles that approach you every day. Just reach up and ask God to help you. Reach up and take him by the hand. He's already reaching down. And let him lift you above the chaos of the troubles of life. Father God, thank you so much for the truth of this very familiar story. We have heard it so many times in our lives. But every time we hear it and read it, it's like, Lord, it is so fresh. We're hearing it for the first time. Because, God, you have something in store new for us every day. So God, I pray for our radio listeners that you would bless them during this time, especially those who feel like they've been rolled over in the waves as they reach up to you, as they speak up and ask you to help. I pray in your faithfulness that indeed you would reach down, that you would hear their cries, and that you would lift them and bless them this day. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, Radio Devotions today. Again, this is Pastor Daryl Tate from Highland Park Baptist Church saying God bless you and have a wonderful day.